Happy New Year's, everyone out there in podcast land. You've set you down once again to Combat Sports with Rhino, episode 108. So I don't bury the lead as I tend to do. My guest going 10 rounds with Rhino a little bit later on in the show. UFC lightweight Terrence T-Rex McKinney is the latest fighter to go 10 rounds with Rhino. It is super awesome. We had a great time. I can't wait for you guys to check that out. So our intro and our schedule is as follows. I already said Happy New Year's. We can cross that off the list, fight fam. Our schedule is going to be... Um, we're going to have results from just a few of the Ryzen 33 cards from the Ryzen 33 card, I should say. Results from the co-main and main event from the all-heavyweight pro boxing card from the Hard Rock Casino in Florida. That was yesterday, Saturday. Drea's world-famous drop of the night. Some awesome Q&A with the Rhino gang. And then the aforementioned UFC lightweight Terrence McKinney, the man who owns the record for the fastest KO in 155 history, will be joining me going 10 rounds of Rhino. So, without any further ado... Let's go ahead and get our swim chunks and our flippy floppies on and dive right in. We'll start off with a few of the fights from Ryzen 33. We had Yutaka Saito versus Mikiru Asakura, and Mikiru won by unanimous decision at 146 pounds. Moving into the 157 lightweight belt, Roberto D'Souza slapped on the triangle armbar to Yusuke Yachi in the second round of their fight, so he got the title. That's Robert D'Souza. Moving into 134, the main event, which was uh, the belt was on the line between Hiramasa Ojitubo, Ojikubo uh, versus Kai Asakura. This one was a unanimous decision for Hiramasa, winning the 134-pound belt for Ryzen 33. And just a little bonus coverage on that. We had my man Takenori Gomi, the fireball kid at 43 years old, taking on kickboxing whiz, tension, mash. Um, Masakawa, and that one was fought. Well, it was a you know, it wasn't the exact same rules as everybody else, but they went to a draw. So good on you, Fireball Kid, for coming out one more time. All right, for the pro boxing card from the uh, Hard Rock Casino in Florida, the co-main event was Frankie Sanchez, nineteen and zero prospect versus veteran Christian Hammer, who was twenty six and eight. Frankie got the unanimous decision in that one, moving himself to twenty and zero, and Christian Hammer dropping to twenty six and nine. Then we had Big Louis Ortiz, Louis Ortiz versus Charles Martin, two big, huge monster power punching heavyweights. Charles Martin, man, he really showed himself well, particularly for the first uh, four or five rounds. Really tried to stay on the outside, use the jab, uh, crushing right hands, dropped Louis Ortiz a couple times. Then Louis Ortiz, man, showed his. He's forty-two years old as well, so so <laughs> so we've got Glover Teixeira, the champ, at forty-two years old. Then we got Louis Ortiz. Louis Ortiz crushed Charles Martin with a huge set of punches, put him down and out for good in the sixth round, sixth round TKO for Louis Ortiz, moving to 33 and two and Charles Martin dropping to 28 and three. So those are the fights we're going to have. We had to cover for the, uh, Yet another weekend without a UFC or a Bellator or a PFL, unfortunately. But we had some content this week, so we got to be thankful for what we got. So, Drea, there, was a, there wasn't a ton to choose from, but there was some good drops. What'd you come up with for your Drea's world famous drop of the night? Well, my Drea's drop of the night is going to obviously have to come from Lewis Ortiz versus Charles Martin. <clears throat> In round six, Ortiz landed an overhand left that just done martin had him wobbling uh and then ortiz just unloaded on him and martin fell into the ropes and the fight was stopped so uh my Dre's drop of the night definitely has to go to lewis ortiz hell yeah over 40 club <laughs> way to go big louis ortiz 
All right, Dre, let's go ahead and dive into our Twitter questions. I know our first one, and it's a great one. It's a two-parter. Uh, Rage of Sweet Potato, what's part one, Drea? <clears throat> what are your favorite fights, boxing or MMA, from every decade that you've lived through? And the second question is, and who would win in a fight? 2021 rhino or half the age he is now right <laughs> so for part one rsp and again fabulous question starting off 2022 with a banger my dude from the 1970s ali versus foreman dude without a doubt 1974 from the 80s tommy the hitman hearn detroit's own the motor city cobra versus marvin Hagler from 85 definitely best fight from the 80s the 90s Holyfield versus Bo one from 1992, an incredible banger of a fight. Uh, moving into the early 2000s, you got to go Gotti Ward one. So Arturo Gotti versus Mickey Ward one, 2002. I mean, widely considered one of the greatest fights of all time. In the early 2010s, I'm going to go with Brandon Rios versus Mikey Alvarado from 2012. It was one of those deals where, because I watched everything, you know, everything that was beyond TV, I would watch. And I'm sitting there watching this fight, and I'm thinking they can't keep this up. They couldn't possibly keep this up, but they did. They were like Billy Goats, two forehead to forehead. I've talked about this fight on the show before, just banging the shit out of each other's faces and bodies for the entire fight. It was amazing. Brandon Rios versus Mikey Alvarado from 2012. And from the 2020s, I got to go with, I know, no recency bias here because, trust me, I watched a lot of fights. But Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder, too, from just but a few months ago, dude, 2021, unbelievable. Not just showing of strength and resiliency, but boxing skill and showing that the big boys could go late into a fight and keep a high pace. It was just incredible watching those two giants go at it. So switching over to MMA from 2006, I'm going to go Forrest Griffin and Stephen Bonner, you know, arguably the most important fight in the history of the UFC. Uh, Shogun versus Hendo one from 2011. Holy shit, what a banger that was. Uh, Lawler McDonald too. Now I've talked about that. That's my favorite fight of all time has yet to be, you know, superseded by anybody else. So Lawler McDonald too from 2015. And then of course a recent one, uh, Brian T city Ortega versus Alexander Volkanovsky was fantastic. Of course, Michael Che on there, Justin Gaethje was another really incredible fight that was recently. So yeah, that's going to be five or six MMA fights for that one. So RSP, let's move into part two. So I'd kick the shit out of 21-year-old me's ass. Okay. <laughs> I mean, back then when I was like 21, 22, I was in great physical shape, right? But I had never boxed. 42-year-old me has 13 years of boxing under his belt. So if we were to actually street fight, I would probably be able to whoop his ass. Um, if we were in like a running race or playing basketball or doing pretty much anything else physically, the young Rhino would fucking leave me in the dust. <laughs> no doubt about it. But yeah, we're talking about a straight fight or a boxing match. I beat the shit out of that guy. No worries. So RSP, great question. Thank you so much, my dude. All right, Dre, let's go in and go to our homie Dean Dog, the motorcycle riding madman. Dean Dog, what do you got, dude? If you could wave a magic wand and make your dream fight, boxing or MMA from any era, who would it be? Um, so I'm going to go with Tyson versus Ali for boxing, right? So I've got three for each. Tyson versus Ali in boxing. Andre Ward versus Floyd Mayweather at 160 pounds. Bud Crawford versus Errol Spence. That's right now. I would like all, all those fights. So I know if I have this magic wand, I can do different eras versus different eras. So, yes, Tyson versus Ali. Andre Ward versus Floyd Mayweather at 160. And then Bud Crawford versus Errol Spence. Anytime now, my friends. Moving at MMA, of course, Habib versus GSP. Fedor, um, Fedor versus Brock Lesnar. I would have loved to have seen that. Like, maybe... 
like 2009, 2010-ish, something like that, but Fedor and Brock. Currently, I would love to see Francis versus Johnny Bones Jones, definitely. And then this is kind of the one that I think might have a possibility of happening down the road at some point, and that's Kamaru Usman versus Izzy Adesanya, dude. I think though those two are so incredibly good. They're such they're such talented fighters, and they're so different. They're built differently. They have such different styles. I would love to see Kamaru versus Izzy in a super fight of some sort at 185 down the road somewhere, dude. So, yeah, those are my definitely my answers on that one, Dean Dog. Thank you so much, my friend. I hope Iowa has a little bit less snow than Michigan because we got dumped on, dude. All right, let's move into our homie, the Doc. Doc, what do you got this week, brother? Who are three of your wish list guests to have on CSWR in 2022? Oh, man, this is a great question. So I think about this all the time, and it's ever-evolving, right, Drea? So right yeah. now, it's got to be Anderson Silva is number one. To me, he's he's the best ever to do it. And I know you can make the argument for DJ. I, I think DJ was maybe as talented, but DJ just didn't have the level of competition that Anderson did and didn't sustain it for as long as he did. So I'm going with Anderson Silva because I think he's the GOAT. Uh, the next would be also on that list, a very short list of the greatest to ever do it, George St. Pierre. I talked about him on the Christmas episode. What a huge fan um, I am, not just of his fighting, but of his the way he is, the human being that he is. I love GSP. would love to have GSP on. And then, of course, my fucking favorite fighter on the roster, Francis Ngannou, dude. Like, these <laughs> are my wish list guests for 2022. And I know that English isn't any of their first languages, and I don't care. Because I love them all, and I want them on the show, and we would just make it happen, Captain, and I would love it. So, um, yes, Anderson, GSP, and Francis are my answers on that one. Doc, thank you so much, my dude. All right, let's get into our homie Brian from the Home and Sale. Holster, what do you got this week, my friend? Besides the obvious answer of Francis versus Cyril, what's a fight on the UFC 270 card that you are really looking forward to watching? Sick lady voice, Drea, bringing the thunder. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we know you are most looking for, I mean, we know I'm most looking forward to Francis, right? Obviously, there's no question about it. UFC 270, Francis and Cyril is going to put to bed all of this. Who's the best heavyweight nonsense? And for me, it's definitely Francis and Ghana, okay? But to answer your question, bro, I got Jasmine Jazz Devicious versus versus Kay Hansen. Jasmine is Rhino Gang, of course, right? It's her UFC debut coming off the Dana White Contender Series. Kay Hansen is a very talented young fighter. But, of course, we're riding with Jasmine. So I'm super hyped to see that. She is somebody who I think can... Uh, really do well in the UFC. I think she has such a durable style. You know, I don't, I don't think she's going to have a whole lot of flashy knockouts or whatever, but I just really like Jasmine Jezdevigius, and I really enjoyed having her on the show, and I like her fighting style, and her management team over there at Dodge Sports have been great for us on the show. So, yeah, I'm all in on, on JJ, and I really look forward to that fight. I mean, there's other fights on that card that I'm stoked on, but, yeah, I got to give a special spotlight to Jasmine Jezdevigius versus Kay Hansen. So that is my answer on that one. Andrea, what about you for question well, number four from the holster? What do you got? Well, I love Francis and Cyril, but to be honest, I think I'm more excited for the uh, Figgy Marino three. Um, both of their first two fights were nothing short of spectacular. And I just think that this fight's going to be an absolute banger and uh, it should settle their trilogy. So I'm really excited for that. And you know, and I think you're on board with me too. I'm team Moreno all fucking day on that one. I don't know about you, Andrea. 100%. I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> we are team Brandon Moreno in this house and on this show. I'll tell you that right at the beginning. Oh, yeah. So, so let's go ahead and get into our voice questions. I know our first one comes from our homie up in Canada, D. Kranz. 
What do you got this week, dude? Hey, Rhino, what's going on, brother? Um, I just wanted to hear about uh, yourself, Andrea. Do you have any resolutions? And what are your chances of sticking with it? I know I've got a bunch for myself. Anyway, here's to another new year of love and fights with amazing people. I love you all, Rhino Gang Gang. Happy New Year. Hey, broski. Funny you should ask. Stay tuned after the voicemail section of our show to hear our New Year's resolutions. We actually have a whole little bit on that. So thank you so much for that question, Dan. Stay tuned. We'll be answering that very shortly. And we love you too, brother. You are a uh, card-carrying member of the Rhino Gang, and we love you, brother. All right, let's get into our homie Juice from the Friendly Sparring Pod for question number two. Here we go, Juice. What's up, Rhino? boy juice from the friendly sparring podcast i want to know if you weren't doing a combat sports podcast what is one subject that you could do a podcast on like an alternate reality alternate universe let's say you didn't end up becoming a combat sports fan what would you what would be your main passion and what would uh what would a show about that look like what would you call it um what are some segments etc be a theme song that you have an idea for get at me great question buddy you and i when we because we usually do a question for each other's shows yours being friendly sparring pod um so we usually we usually go outside of the box right <clears throat> and this was a great example of that and i really appreciate the thought you put into it so the subjects i love outside of combat sports are metal music lions football i know don't it's the low-hanging fruit don't need to say anything i know uh, 80s TV shows and movies, love documentaries, 1970s, 80s, and 90s pro wrestling, not current, but from those decades. So I'd probably have to choose one. I would do I would do metal music, dude. I would love to interview bands, review new and classic albums. Um, the show title I thought of was uh, Metal is Magical and Rad, which is like an homage to Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny, right, where he's singing he's like rock is not the devil's work it's magical and rad i would just kind of change that over to metal um my like the intro song would be signal fire from kill switch engage one of my favorite bands and the first guests i would love to have on are the butcher babies because i love that band one of the singers is from my home area um and they're just really cool so yeah that those are my answers on that one dude that was a great question juicy fruit baby be sure to check out juice and leo on the friendly sparring pod too much fun over there with those gentlemen appreciate you dude all right let's go ahead and do our another voice question we got our man dave frets at dave frets on twitter and instagram also i call him the iron side of graphic design dave frets what do you got this week dude hey man what's up this is dave frets um Got something for you today. Just wondering uh, your thoughts on uh, Kimzat Jemayev. There's a lot of talk about him maybe having one more fight possibly and then getting a title shot right away that he maybe jumps the line here. Uh, are you buying the hype? Uh, not. How do you think he squares up with, uh, with Kamaru? Uh, do you think he has any chance there? Um, I think the hype's real, but I, man, I don't know. Uh, Usman is on a whole other level, and uh, even his striking has been evolving so much over this past year. I'm just curious to hear your thoughts. Get at me, man. Happy New Year. Awesome question, Dave. So, yeah, I fully buy into the Kazmat hype. I really do. Kazmat Shemaev is an incredible fucking fighter, and he has something... So there's something special about that guy, really. I'm, I'm telling you. I do need to see him against a top six fighter 
and how he does before I'd be on board with a title shot for Boers, right? Like, yes, he's incredible. He had, he had great wins in, in his career so far, but he's got to fight somebody and beat somebody like Bilal, Vincente, Rocky, Gilbert, or Colby, and he's got to do it convincingly, right? That's like the final piece of what I would need to see in the puzzle to convince me to give him a shot at Kamaru, A, and then B, does he have any chance in beating Kamaru, right? Kamaru is... He is so well-rounded and he's so good and he's evolving, right? He's one of those guys that every time you see him, he is literally better and he's added more to the arsenal. And, and so for someone like Kazma Chemaev, who is so talented, I really want to see that, but he's got to beat one of those six guys that I mentioned before and he's got to do it really convincingly to make me think like, okay, let's give him a title shot and I think he's got a chance of winning and all that. So great question, Dave Fretz. Thank you so much, my dude. Be sure to, again, once you check out Dave on Twitter or Instagram, amazing graphic designer, our guy. Uh, you should check out the fucking poster he did for Terrence McKinney for this week's show. It is crazy good. All right, Trace, let's go ahead and get into our New Year's resolutions for 2022. I'll go ahead and get us kick us off here. So <clears throat> what I would like to do and make the resolution, and it's on, you know, this is, this is being recorded, so this is known, right? So I would like to make sure we do at least 52 new shows. I don't want to miss any weeks. I don't think we missed any weeks in 2021. We were late once, but, you know, I don't think we missed any shows. So, yeah, definitely 52 new shows, 52 new guests. Um I definitely want to interview a current UFC champion. That's definitely one of the resolutions I want to make. I want any of the current UFC champions I want to get on CSWR this week. So I'm going to hopefully I can manifest that right now. And then uh, I would like to get back to my fight weight, dude. I, I, you know, I definitely, I retired in 2018. So um, yeah, I put on a little bit of weight as most of us do. So I would like to get down uh, to my fight weight. So that's, that's my goal is that's a resolution as well. You know, get a little healthier and get down to fight weight. So, uh, Drea, that's a few from me. What about you for your New Year's resolutions for 2022? Uh, one for me is definitely to get more active and get back in the gym and training. Um, I definitely this past year did not do much of that. So <clears throat> I'd like to get back into the gym. Also, um, this is going to fit perfect because I sound like absolute trash right now. It's to drink more, <laughs> drink more water, less tea and soda, and, and um, just eat eat healthier. Um, and then lastly, I think I want to, I need to just clear out clutter in my life. I need to stop buying so much shit that I don't need, to be honest. Um, just kind of get back to the simplicities of life and um, just kind of clear out the clutter and um, yeah. Stop buying so much stuff. <laughs> I think those are great ones. And I also, I just wanted to ask you, and I just thought of it again. I know you're a big Coca-Cola fan. Have you tried Coke Zero? Have you have you given that a shot? Oh, yeah. I, I, I actually, lately, I when I do drink soda, I tend to drink Coke Zero over regular Coke. But um, I, I don't think it's... I mean, it's obviously better than regular soda, but I need to just stop drinking it altogether. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. So, yeah. You know, like I, I don't drink pop anymore either, but or at least not regular. But I do, I do love me some Sprite Zero, and I do love some Coke Zero here and there. So I just wondered if you had tried those ones. So, Drea, oh, yeah. those are our resolutions for 2022. We have got a fantastic guest joining us this week. Let's go to our interview right after our uh, we touch on our promo for our very wonderful sponsor, KR Designs, followed by our interview with Terrence McKinney T-Rex. Goes 10 rounds of rhinos. Check it out. 
Hey, Rhino Gang, are you looking for a piece of furniture to tie the room together? Maybe make it feel a little bit more homey? How about a beautifully restored dresser for the bedroom or an end table for the family room? We'll look no further than my good friends at K&R Designs. You got a piece of furniture that needs restoration? They got you covered. Looking for a new addition to your home decor that's already been beautifully done? They got you there, too. We're talking dressers, armoires, kitchen tables, cabinets, nightstands, any and all wood furniture you can think of, they've got or can get for you. So check out K&R Designs in-store at 101 West Chicago Boulevard in Tecumseh, Michigan, or on their website, knrcustomdesigns.com. Check out their Facebook page, K&R Home Deco, that's D-E-C-O, to see everything they have and the amazing work that they can do. You can also call and order at 517-605-7173. They accept PayPal, Venmo, Square, Cash, Check. They accept them all. So if you want the absolute best of the best and restorative wood furniture creators, you got to check out K&R Designs. Tell them you're a member of the Rhino Gang, and that'll get you 20% off your very first purchase. Once again, check out K&R Designs, Combat Sports with Rhino's proud sponsor. Hello, everybody out there in podcast land and my very faithful and loyal Rhino Gang. We've got ourselves a very fantastic guest going to 10 rounds with us today for our kicking off the new year special. We got 11-3, and three, UFC lightweight, owner of the fastest KO ever in UFC history, Terrence T-Rex McKinney, joining us going 10 rounds around. Terrence, thank you so much for joining us today, my friend. Yes, sir, man. The pleasure is all mine. Let's get it, man. 10 rounds. Let's go. Hell yeah, dude. Let's fucking get after it. So round one, Terrence, is always the same for uh, the fighters that we have on the show, dude. We love to hear the origin story, the background story of how you first got involved in the crazy, wacky world of mixed martial arts, dude. Um, my first experience in the mixed martial arts world was when my homie Carlos Lozoya he fought uh, Sean O'Malley man and I was kind of scared to fight back in the day but then after that I was like right, I'm gonna gonna try it out later once I get done wrestling in college so college the college wrestling was maybe kind of the base and then once you saw your buddy fight fight Sugar Sean you were like all right, this is something I want to get into yeah yeah the fight was sick I was like right, yeah that's hard that's for me. <laughs> All right. Oh, your next your next fight is coming up at UFC Fight Night on February 26th. We always know that, especially as someone at your level, we're always training. We're always getting better. We're always sharpening up the tools. But have you started like a specific fight camp for that fight already? Or does that happen a little bit later? Um, that's going to happen a little bit later. So right now you're just kind of staying in tune. Yeah, I'm just staying sharp right now. Just like hitting mitts and stuff. I got you. Um, that night, you're fighting French kickboxer Ferez Zayam. Have you had the chance to look at him, or is that even something that you do where you watch tape? Are you one of those guys? or Because some people do and some people don't, but have you had the chance to kind of look at him and see him fight and see kind of his style? I, I just uh, let my coach handle that stuff. and Because mostly, I just got to know what he does the best and really anything having to fight. So I just got to focus on just being able to perform. I got you. So the coach kind of does the research and he kind of tells you what to look for, what to work on. And that's that's where you go. That's where you come in. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, awesome. Awesome, dude. Uh, So we all saw your UFC record setting seven second KO over Matt Frivola last June. It was amazing. The whole place was going nuts. I mean, what an incredible UFC debut. Um, when you kind of look back and think back on it, I'm sure it's a whirlwind of emotions and of everything, dude. But when you look back on it, what kind of 
what have you taken away from that night? What was that experience kind of like for you? Man, uh, it was, I can't lie, it was like a movie out there, man. It was a dream come true. So from the from the time you got the call to, you know, join the UFC to the time you stepped in the cage, everything kind of felt like c- uh, cinematic for you? Yeah, it just felt like finally all the hard work was paying off, and I just knew it was time, you know? Absolutely, dude. In the uh, in the celebration, you seem to tweak your knee a little bit. How is everything all ready to rock and roll? Are you totally uh, healed up from that? Oh yeah, I'm, I, I was actually good to go a while ago. It, I got pretty blessed, man. I thought my knee was toasted, um, but every all my ligaments were intact. I just strained my calf super bad. I couldn't flex my calf for like uh, three weeks. I got you. I got you, dude. So, T-Rex, you're originally from Chicago. I'm from Detroit. We're sons of the Midwest. But you have ended up out in uh, Spokane, Washington. How did that connection come to be uh, moving from the Chicago area out to Spokane? Um, just, uh, just my mom being a military and, and then she married uh, my stepdad, Ross McClure. They're no longer together, together but that was, he was around the longest and and he he lived out here in Davenport, and we ended up moving to Spokane. Okay, and again, I've seen you with uh with pictures with Michael Chiesa from back in the day, which is pretty neat. And so it seems like Spokane has treated you pretty well thus far, right? Yes, yeah, Spokane is definitely the place for me. Awesome, dude. Uh, so you're now 14 fights deep into your pro career, and you're on a four-fight win streak all by stoppage. If you were to look back at, like, the beginning of your career – Obviously, we all improve in every area, but where would you say what aspect of your MMA game would you think you've improved on the most in that 14 fights from fight one to fight, well, to right now, I should say? Um, I would say just visualizing the fight and letting it come to me and actually just being strategic out there and uh, setting my shots up, just being a thinker, not just like a brawler, you know? For sure, dude. And I, and I think that's something that we've talked about with lots of fighters on the show. And I've also could totally agree with it. The, the longer we do it, the more experience we get, the more things slow down, the more cerebral we get, the more calm we get. Right. All things that benefit us as we move forward in our career. Um, now, T-Rex, we've all had our favorite fighters along the way. I think my, probably my all time favorite fighters are probably uh, probably Anderson Silva is probably number one. Right. Um, who were some of your favorite fighters on the come up that you started watching? Like, okay, I like this guy's style. I like I like watching this guy fight the most. Uh, right now, I would have to say uh, Anderson Silva, Fedor, BJ Prime, BJ Penn. It was fun to watch. Uh, and I would say Shane Carwin was sick. A lot of people. Don't oh know. yeah, dude. He, he, he was a beast, bro. He would smoke people, and I just like yeah. Because people trying to feel, that's like my thing. I was like, man, don't give them a chance to feel not and get on their head right away. The thing I loved about Shane Carwin, not only was he a monster and not only did he have like, you know, sledgehammer fists, but he was like a, he's like an engineer, dude. He's like a really, like he's like a genius level engineer guy. (laughs) Puts him on the rest. Like it's crazy. 
Right. And the thing about it is that, like he really destroyed that narrative of everybody's like a mindless barbarian and they're just swinging, swinging away. You know, I mean, this guy had like multiple degrees as a genius level engineer. And that's the first time I think Shane Carwin has been shouted out on this show. So T-Rex, I salute you for that, my man. That was awesome. Yes, um, <laughs> so away from training, like just, you know, you're away from the gym. You don't want to think about fighting. You don't want to do nothing. What are some things you like to do away from the cage and away from the gym, dude, for fun? Um, lately I've just been gaming and then I just, I just really just stay home with my girl, just be chilling. Now you say gaming, what are you playing? We talk a little war zone. What, what, what are you into these days? Call of Duty, some Tuesday, <laughs> some Fortnite. We, we be doing it all out here when I'm bored. Mostly just watching movies too. Oh, what's the last thing you saw that you really liked? Um, Spider-Man was... I liked it, but it was kind of corny, in my opinion. Okay, I have not seen it. I like like some of the scenes, but it was just corny to me. I got you, dude. I've heard heard both things. I've heard it's the greatest movie ever. I've heard other people say not so much, so I guess I'll have to find out for myself and form my own opinion on that. So, T-Rex. You should see it. It was some good graphics, but like I said, it was just more like a kid movie to me. I got it. You know, if I go with if I go with the mind frame going into it, that it's going to be that I'll probably enjoy it more. You know what I mean? Exactly. I had some good laughs. though. It was was cool. It was cool. I'll definitely check it out, dude. So T-Rex, you're a 155er. You're a fairly tall guy. You know, you got a big frame on you. So I know I know that you have to cut down at least some to make to make lightweight. Now, once you've already done that, the weight cut has been done. You've deprived yourself of a few things. Now the fight's over. You already won. You already are out with your girl and your friends and your family and your coaches, your team. It's time to really throw down on some grub, dude. What are you getting and where are you getting it from? Uh, it just all depends, but I'm a big fan of steak. That's my favorite. Medium rare. So I had to get some steak, some fire mac and cheese. Yeah. Some veggies, some asparagus. Actually, I love if when asparagus made good. Oh. That's literally, that's my favorite. I mean, not, not the mac. I would replace the mac and cheese with fries, but a steak, asparagus, and some fries. You are talking my language, my friend. So yes, I love that. I love that. Is there a particular spot in your, uh, in your hometown area that you like to go or just kind of from any, any good steakhouse? I'm going to Outback Steakhouse. They got some fire mac and cheese there. Really? Yeah. That's interesting because I've I've had you know I've had Outback but I didn't even know I didn't even know they carried mac and cheese that might be something to yeah, check out next time. Super fire. You gotta say that again, buddy. You gotta try the mac and cheese there. Super fire. Oh really? Okay, I definitely will then. <laughs> so now, Terrence, we have careened our way into the tenth round, which is the easiest round of them all. And I know you're a very active guy on social media, which all of us as fans, of course, can appreciate. But what are your socials, both Instagram, uh, Twitter, whatever socials you're on? Please share that with my listeners so we can all get on board and follow the T-Rex train on its way to the title, my man. Yes, sir. You guys, you can follow me everywhere at T-Rex 155 and it's T-W-R-E-C-K-S 155. So that's on all platforms? Yeah, and then on TikTok, it's just T-Rex 95. T-Rex 95 on TikTok. Excellent. Well, Terrence, I know what a busy man you are. I know you got a fight coming up in just a couple of months, a little less than now. We are really appreciative that you took the time today. You're one of the most exciting young fighters to watch in the whole UFC, especially in the 155 division. So, again, we really appreciate you taking the time today, and uh, we really look forward to watching you fight on February 26th versus Ferez Zayam.
Sweet, man. I appreciate you guys. And this is Terrence McKinney, and I just went 10 rounds of Rhino. Thank you so much, T-Rex. Dude, Terrence McKinney, I mean, you want to talk about someone who is all excitement. You are talking about somebody who is going to um, really bring it every time he's in the cage. If you do a little research and watch some of his fights, Terrence McKinney just he he just smashes people so fast. He's so excited to have it. 155. I'm super stoked for your next fight next month, dude. Uh, really looking forward to it. So thank you so much for joining us, Terrence, and being so candid and open with your answers. We love to have you on, my dude. So let's get into our shout-outs and our outro to our forum contributors, definitely to the RSP for that two-parter. That was awesome. To our homie, the motorcycle riding madman, the Dean Dog. To my broski, the Doc. To Brian from the Home and Sale. To my homies, D. Kranz, Dave Fretz, Juice from the Friendly Sparring Pod. To some other members of the Rhino Gang, I want to make sure I shout out to my man, Mike Morgan, from the Shots Fired Pod. Amazing stuff. To our girl, Brett. To Ashley from the Silly Little Pod. From Chris to Chris from Unmatched MMA. To our underdog MMA fam, Jillian, Chrissy, Monica, Katie, and Jason. Love you guys. Thank you for all your support. To all the ladies and juice from the friend from the promise of the friendly spark pod from the podcast retweet group, the PRG. Love you guys. Of course, all my familiar in the Rhino Gang GC. You guys make every um every show so much better. You guys help me so very much. Help me and Dre out. We really appreciate it. To of course the feature player, Dre, who fought through her frog in the throat today we really appreciate you stepping up and hanging in there my friend i hope you get better very soon to our best you. engineer you are very welcome my friend to the best engineer in the biz to d rains we're so glad you're on the upswing my dude to of course dave frets the eyes of gravity design check him out on twitter and instagram we hope everybody has a happy new year. You know, it's a great thing to get on new year. Like during a new year, Drea is some new merch. Check out our red bubble store, hit up our merch stand. We got everything in there. It is all good stuff. We really, really appreciate red bubble and everybody out there supporting the show. We always want to say, reach out to somebody you haven't talked to in a while. Make sure you, you know, reconnect with people. It is the time for that. It's still the holiday season. I know a lot of us are going back to work tomorrow, but reach out to somebody. Love is always greater than hate. And we will see you next week. Cage side.